is AM 1430, CHKT, Child Radio, Toronto. The following are programs for the international communities of Greater Toronto. Opinions and views expressed here do not necessarily represent those of this station. Now programming for Toronto's Irish community on AM 1430, Fairchild Radio. Introducing a lager with substance from Guinness. New Guinness Black Lager. Cold brewed and fire roasted for a taste that truly stands out. Guinness Black Lager. It's a lager less ordinary. Please enjoy responsibly. And a very good morning, folks. Welcome to Cure Logos Crack here on the last show of the second last month of the year. Ken, we've been almost, we've been we've been doing this almost a year. Almost, yeah. We're coming up on our anniversary. Yeah, amazing that uh, we're at the end of November and yeah. into. The Christmas season. Oh, Lord. Now, will we have to play Christmas music a little bit? I suppose we will. You know what? Irish Christmas music. Uh, yeah, I've been doing a bit of research on all of it, and there's loads of great Celtic R- research. Christmas <laughs> music. Yeah, <laughs> Heavy research for this show, you know. Oh, yes, huh? it is, yeah. I'm sure our listeners think a lot of research uh, goes into this. Yeah. Why wouldn't they? Yeah, Entertaining absolutely. them for a good hour every Saturday morning. Entertaining. I, I was just mm-hmm. thinking about that on the way over. Eamon used to entertain them. We torment them. <laughs> That's the difference. That's the big difference. You're anyway. all tugged out today. Yeah, Spurs. I got the old jersey. You inspired me last week yeah. when the Liverpool one, And uh, I didn't wear anything and got a very poor result last week. So anyway, <laughs> I get the abuse all week. Oh, all yeah. week from that. Shocking. Yeah. And tomorrow now... Um, uh, Roser will be watching now. Oh, he will. He'd be nervous. Yeah. Roser, uh, Spurs take on Manchester United tomorrow. Yes, indeed. But, um, so, do you know what was on television last night? No. Television. Do you know what was on? No. The Toy Show. Oh, right, right, do you remember? right, right. I do, yeah. Huh? How did you watch? Oh, that was... Well, I did, well it was on RTE Player now. Oh, I didn't get a chance to... I heard that they opened it up. I didn't get a chance to watch it, but I, I'll put the kids maybe down to watch it. But I do know that uh, my nieces and nephews back in Ireland this is a court it's a big a big night yeah, right yeah get into the pajamas sit oh, right, around and yeah. watch it so little Megan and Ray and right. Nicole and Mark were gathered around the TV last night picking out their toys I'm sure and getting yeah. their list ready for Santi did Santi make a little appearance on it last I, night or no? I don't know cameo? If, I don't know if he did no, I don't okay. know no. I didn't watch it yet usually they'll be getting busy now too right yes indeed yeah so that that's always a big date anyway yeah the Good toy stuff. show, yeah. Yeah, the that. toy show on, on RTE. Big time <laughs> with, with Uncle Gabo back then, right? Oh, when we yeah. were when we were fellas. Yep. Young fellas. Uh, he'll never be topped. He'll never be topped. No, that's for sure. And uh that was a very disappointing, heartbreaking result oh. last Sunday. Ireland uh, against yeah. New Zealand. No, it was very, very tough, tough to take. They had them beaten. They and had I had them. no idea what kind of history was on the line there. Oh, like yes. 1905 or something yeah, like yeah. that since they and came close. And so few that uh, that have beaten New Zealand. I yeah. mean, they are really a powerhouse. There's yeah. no question. I'm not sure any of the listeners know, but an injury time try... Mm-hmm. And then a reek. Uh, well, mm-hmm. you know they really wanted to do it. The tie, the draw was uh, after, it was like was a loss anyway. Loss, yeah, yeah. yeah but, after um, been up. They, and the game was won. But uh, of course, in rugby now, the game isn't over till the ball goes out of play. And the All Blacks kept it in play and got over the line two minutes. Amazing, amazing, yeah. amazing. Incredible. So credit to them, I suppose. You know. Yeah. Munster had a good win. Uh, so they're uh, eight wins out of nine in the Rabba Direct. Mm, so they're that's, they're uh, looking, good looking for solid. Looking solid. And. Uh, your Leinster boys play today and Ulster play today. So good luck to those guys. Yeah, I saw as well the um, our Grand Marshal Katie Taylor um, 
boxed the head off the Canadian champion last night in Dublin. Did you hear about that? I didn't. No, yeah, I didn't read so that. The Canadian champion, Caroline Vare, as her name, was pulled in because the, Cana- the uh, US uh, lady pulled out. She had some kind of a travel issue. Was nervous. So she was nervous, didn't <laughs> like flying. But they brought in the Canadian champion anyway. And, and anyway, Katie, <laughs> Katie made short work of her anyway that's for sure so anyway she'll have something to talk about when she comes over here good for her ah well she's she's great so it'll be uh, it'll be nice to see her in town no mm-hmm. doubt about it no doubt about it what else is new with you our man McElroy is four shots back it's a two horse two horse race down down under down under so tonight you'll have to be glued in to catch the final round yeah, I suppose they'll repeat it again tomorrow I suppose they will yeah they will good for him he's been playing well the last few weeks actually he has yeah not like the Leafs no, another bad loss last yeah, night. They get a yeah, point out of it, got though. A point out of it. They got a point, like, but nobody's yeah. celebrating any of these things. No, your no, man's no, on the hot no. seat now, Randy Carlyle. I don't know. All I right. don't think he's the problem. Not at all. No, no, yeah, he's not. Getting outshot in every game, Kenny. Kind of funny. Like us talking about hockey. Show. <laughs> <laughs> but we had a hockey fella. Now yeah. we didn't do much for his career. We didn't. He hasn't played since. That, he hasn't played since. <laughs> no. But I'll tell you, he'll. Um, He's probably just a year away from being a being a, 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 I suppose a consistent player in the in the Leafs outfit there. I think so. Now you put together the music again. Is it better than last it week? Because I, I'm giving you one last chance at is this. This is this is my last chance. It is better. Well, I hope I don't disappoint you. I hope I don't disappoint you. This is uh, the first track we're going to play. Is uh, the Chieftains? We haven't had them on in a little while. Oh, we have not. And this is off their uh, their latest CD. It's called The Lark in the Clear. Oh, so now, there you go, we'll have uh, the Chieftains.
the Quinn family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and PJ O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7562. For over 12 years now, the Belfast Lounge has been the go-to place in Mississauga for great food, great ambiance, and a traditional Irish welcome. Located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton, Colin McCullough and his staff will be pleased to welcome you to an Irish bar and restaurant that evokes memories of some of Ireland's great classic pubs. You can choose your spot at the bar, dine in the comfortable restaurant section, or just stretch your legs in the cozy lounge area. The cuisine of Executive Chef Colin is renowned, whether you are dropping in for a fast pub grub lunch or a more leisurely evening dinner with family and friends. We look forward to seeing you at the Belfast Lounge, an Irish oasis in Mississauga. Call us at 905-212-9048 for group bookings or to find out our upcoming entertainment schedule. We're located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton Avenue. All right, it's time for that great man up there in Ottawa. The man with the news. I hear you're off to a parade today, Desmond. What's the crack? Oh, the crack there, yeah. We're off to the uh, Carlton Place uh, Santa Claus Parade where uh, where the, my two little girls, their cousin, is going to be uh, marching in the parade and she'll be on Santa's float, so she'll be one of the elves. So, uh, Very good. It's, uh, yeah, it's nothing but uh, go, go, go with uh, with Santa uh, this, this time of year. He's a busy man, eh? Isn't it ho, ho, ho? Not go, go, go. Oh, right. Sorry. Ho, ho, ho. Yes. <laughs> it's still November yet. I haven't quite... It'll be tomorrow. I'll be, I'll be kicking into high gear. Ah, good man. All. <laughs> good man. Good man. Well, thank you so much for that, guys. And uh, good morning, folks. Desmond Devoy here with the news from Ireland for this week. And here are the top stories that are making headlines in Ireland. Our top story this morning. A car bomb partially exploded at the Victoria Square shopping complex in Belfast city centre on Sunday night as part of what police in Northern Ireland are calling a surge in dissident Republican activity. No one was injured in the attack when the detonator went off, but the main 60-kilogram homemade bomb failed to explode. A car had been hijacked in Ardoyne, North Belfast, earlier in the evening when a masked gang put the bomb in the vehicle and ordered the driver to drive to the city centre. He abandoned the car and ran to warn police at the Musgrave Street Police Station, who contacted the British Army Bomb Disposal Unit, which also, who also evacuated nearby restaurants and a cinema. In political news this week, Senate reforms are on their way with the National University of Ireland and Trinity College constituencies to be abolished in the Senate. All third-level graduates will now be granted a vote in Senate elections. The Cabinet will soon examine a bill to allow graduates at places like the Dublin Institute of Technology to get the vote, and a new single six-seat constituency will be established for all third-level graduates. The bill will likely become law before the next election and seeks to implement a 1979 referendum decision to extend the university franchise. Half of the third-level graduates in the country come from institutes of technology now. 
Well, more details are emerging about a story we brought you last week about the Irish woman said to have placed the phone call that resulted in freedom for herself, a Malaysian woman, and a British woman from the London home where they were all held captive in a Maoist commune for more than 30 years. Her name is Josephine Harivel from Belfast. Her father, John Harivel, attended Methodist College in Belfast, where his daughter would later study, while her mother, Elizabeth, was from Belfast. The couple met in Port Rush. John was a mathematician who helped crack the code for the Luftwaffe's Enigma machine during the Second World War. He later taught at Queen's University in Belfast. Josephine was one of the couple's three daughters. She's a talented young musician, and according to newspaper reports, she is said to have left for England in the 1970s and by 1978 was involved in left-wing activism. She appears to have fallen under the influence of the man now alleged to be her captor. Her communications with her family are said to have completely broken down at this point, despite attempts to find out where she was and what she was doing. Her father died of a heart attack in 2001, six years after his wife's death, and obituaries only noted that he was survived by two, not three daughters, with no mention made of Josephine, who did not attend his funeral. Well, an update on the saga we have been bringing you since the beginning. Liam Adams, 58, the pedophile brother of Sinn Féin President Jerry Adams, has been sentenced to 16 years in jail at Belfast Crown Court for three counts of rape, four counts of indecent assault, and three counts of gross indecency on his daughter, Anya, from 1977 to 1983. She said that she was relieved that, quote, this nightmare seems to at last be coming to an end, but still called it, quote, too much too little, too late about her ordeal. Adams is, however, eligible for 50% remission of his sentence, which could see it reduced to eight years, seeing him back on the street in 2021, followed by two years probation. He will also be placed on the Sex Offenders Register for Life and is banned from working with young people. Adams was convicted by an 11-to-1 majority jury verdict two months ago. In other news from the Oireachtas, as though Ireland's left wing was not well represented enough with the socialists, labor, people before profit, and even Sinn Féin all claiming a piece of the left-of-center action, a number of labor, labor rebels is mulling casting their lot in with a number of independent TDs to run an umbrella group of left-wing candidates to run in next year's local elections. Already, as dissatisfaction with the Fine Gael Labor Coalition grows, a similar right-wing group, the Reform Alliance, made up of rebel Fine Gael TDs expelled from their party, but the new left-wing group, which could be called Independent Vision, would not be a political party. In a related story in a TV3 documentary this week, as Jerry Adams' hold on the leadership of Sinn Féin appears to be somewhat tenuous after more than 30 years at the top, Party Vice President Mary Lou MacDonald of Dublin has said that she would consider taking up the leadership if the position became vacant. Finance critic Pierce Doherty of Donegal has ruled himself out of any leadership contention. Well, this week in Irish history, on November 28, 1905, speaking of Sinn Féin, the party was founded by Arthur Griffith. November 27, 1906, saw the death of Michael Cusack, founder of the Gaelic Athletic Association, now the largest amateur sports organization in the world. November 26, 1995, by a narrow 50.3 to 49.7% margin, Irish voters vote to revoke the ban on divorce, a difference of only 9,000-plus votes out of 1.6 million votes cast. On the same day in 1998, Tony Blair becomes the first British Prime Minister ever to address the Doyle Eran. November 25th saw the death of Belfast-born football legend George Best, while November 24th, 1940, saw the death of another Northerner, James Craig, the first Viscount of Craig Avon and first Prime Minister of Northern Ireland. Uh, November 24th, 1922, Irish nationalist Robert Erskine Childers, author of The Riddle of the Sands and father of Ireland's fourth president, Erskine Childers Jr., is executed by the Irish Free State Government for carrying an unlawful weapon. 
And there you go, folks. That was the news from Ireland for this week. Now you're up to date. Now it's back to Toronto with all the lads down there in the studio. So until next week, folks, slán go foil. Good man, Desmond. Thanks very much and good luck at the parade today. Cheering on the big man in the red suit. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Hey, did you know that Sligo has a new banished door, did you? I did see that. Pat Flanagan. Pat Flanagan, in. yeah. He yeah. took uh, Westmead from the third division to the first division. Yeah. So high hopes in Sligo, man. I tell you, what a thankless job he has now going oh. into that county. And I see he's trying to woo Eamon O'Hara back uh, into You playing. know, it's funny how the press write that stuff. But then you hear the interview and oh, he's just really? saying, I'm keeping all options open, right? But the headline is, you know, oh, yeah. O'Hara yeah. could be back. You know? <laughs> so Anyway, we'll see what happens. But yeah. uh, we look That's forward good, to a, That's a good. fresh new start. You know, there's a fierce up. amount of GAA still going on, which is the stuff mm-hmm. I really like, which is down in the parishes. down yeah. in the, But there's some big games now. They're all coming to a head. Um, so all of the provincial finals will be completed over the next two weeks and then they'll resume everything back in, in February and then they'll have the club finals in um, around Paddy's uh, Day, around Paddy's Day. Yeah. but there's a really interesting tilt on tomorrow a uh, small club in Carlow Carlo, Mount yeah. Leinster yes. Rangers and, and you know it's not a surprise that there's good hurling there because they're kind of boxed there between Kilkenny and Wexford is very, very close to them but anyway they're taking on <laughs> probably the best name of a club in the country Ullart de Bala Brilliant. from Wexford they're playing them in the Leinster final so best of luck to uh, Mount Leinster a lot of people a lot of people are they're in tough now against uh, Ullart who are um, a very formidable club and then um, the Gooch's club Dr Croaks of Killarney they're up against um, they're up against uh, Cratlow from Clare the Clare champions oh uh, yeah that'll be a big game very good and uh, it looks like Clare still have a hangover from the uh, the Clare hurlers still have a hangover because last week uh, Six Mile Bridge who are their club champions were absolutely annihilated by a good friend of mine his club Napirshig in Limerick 414 to 8 points and so Napirshig now are the Munster club champions and uh, they go on and play Portumna next Very I was good. just thinking about Portumna and Galway yep. so the Galway hurling champions that they'd still be playing against like the Sligo hurling champions and the Mayo hurling champions they'd have a fairly handy they would. walk right through An like easy the hardest path. events would be probably within it within the county anyway yeah and yeah. Castlebar Mitchells uh, beat Roscommon St. Bridget's from Roscommon 313 to 212 very good so they're in there too and Portleash next week uh, next weekend Portleash and St. Vincent's play in the Leinster Club football final Portleash lost the final last year so they'd be looking to rebound from that would you be cheering them lads on now or? I would actually yeah? uh, not within the county but when they get yeah. out and it'd be nice to see them and uh, my brother knows a couple of the lads on the team there but I wouldn't uh, wouldn't know too much about them very good and you mentioned Six Mile Bridge. I spent a lot of time in, in Six it. Mile Bridge this <laughs> past summer. Yeah, no doubt about it. Well, um, I had a very nice call from Philip McGovern. Yes. From the county of Tyrone. Ah, lovely. And uh, Philip has uh, sent us his CD in the past, and we've, we've played some tracks from it. And he's got uh, a new song he wants us all to hear about. And this song is... Um, on, it's in a contest, actually, for peace songs around the world. And Philip has entered his song. He's entry 169. And this song is called Peace Once Again. And it's, um, it's, it's available to listen to, folks, if you go to songsforpeace.net and then just uh, search it up for uh, Phil McGovern. Peace Once Again and Song 169. So we'll give it a listen here. And if you get a chance, go on that website and give him a vote. And, uh, and play the song. Please don't wake me if I'm dreaming. It's all so real to me. Just been through the north of Ireland. 
Not a soldier did I see Peace was flowing in the air No destruction, no despair Both sides greeting everywhere The way that it should be Yes, we have found a way For a much brighter day Talking about tomorrow Not a way back when No need to run or hide We're on each other's side Let's sing it out with pride Peace once again For the many years of bloodshed Scars they will remain For those who are still suffering I can understand your pain We can find forgiveness in our heart Peace will never fall apart We're off to a brand new start With everything to gain Cause we have found a way For a much brighter day Talking about tomorrow Not a way back when No need to run or hide We're on each other's side Let's sing it out with pride Peace once again Peace once again We have a chance to show our children Another way that life can be They have seen a side of life A child should never see I hear their laughter as they play The little voices seem to say Please don't ever take away From me. Everybody! We have found a way for a much brighter day. Talking about tomorrow, not a way back when. For Monoman, Brendan Dolan and his team welcome you to the Irish Shabine Pub, Etobicoke's newest Irish pub at 5555 Eglinton Avenue West, just a few blocks west of Renforth Avenue. The Irish Shabeen has been inspired by tradition and a desire to bring you the best possible Irish pub experience. Enjoy our warm interior decor that includes a large bar area and a variety of cozy spots to call your own. Our menu has a wide variety of delicious pub fare, and we also offer a schedule of weekly live entertainment. The Irish Shabeen can seat over 150 patrons, and we also offer a cozy 25-seat centennial boardroom with a fireplace and a 60-inch flat screen for meeting and presentations. This unique space is ideal for your special event, team, or association meetings. Drop in anytime and say hello to Brendan and his friendly team, or give us a call at 416-695-9178. Once again, the Irish Shabeen is located at 5555 Eglinton Avenue West, just a few blocks west of Renforth Avenue. 
And a message from the folks at the Galway Arms, located at 838 The Queensway in Etobicoke, and they invite you to come and enjoy some of the finest pints in the city and feature some of the best Irish meals in Toronto. So drop in to see the Keane family or call 416-251-0096 or of course you can visit them online at www.galwayarms.ca and of course last weekend um, unbelievably was the one year um, uh, anniversary of um, of Tommy Keane and uh, Mass was held last week and by all accounts it was uh, very well attended I saw lots of I heard lots of people talk about it didn't unfortunately have an opportunity to make it there myself but uh, thoughts go out after that uh, one year has uh, come and gone. On, Hard to believe. On the passing of uh, poor old Tommy there. Right, well, from Galway to Donegal, there's a, there's a band that I've, I've come across called the Henry Girls. Oh, no. Yeah, lovely. Three lovely sisters yeah. from Mallon in uh, County Donegal, and they've got great music. It's a real fusion of Celtic, jazz, uh, bluegrass... Uh, blues it's really really great sound and uh, been communicating back with uh, Lorna from the band and they're actually off in Austria right now uh, doing a tour but they're uh, they can't wait to come on our show Mark I and bet. chat to us they said uh, if a fella from Sligo and Leash are on a on a radio <laughs> show it must be great crack altogether so keep uh, keep your ears posted on that we'll have them on very soon but they've got a great sound and uh, believe it or not I even heard them played on CBC Radio 2 uh, a couple of weeks ago as well. So uh, fair play to Pretty them good. for getting their music out there. They have a brand new CD that just launched this week and a new single called Maybe. But I'm going to play one uh, from their past. It's got some great lyrics in this and it's a good upbeat song. It's called Old Cook Pot. Mama gonna bargain with the old cook pot Try to get more than what that woman got Don't trim no fat, no potatoes from a box Mama gonna bargain with the old cook pot. Mama gonna bargain with the old cook pot. Mama gonna bargain with the old cook pot. Mama gonna water that gravy down. Try to make enough to go around with five mouths to feed the papa in the Mama gonna water that crazy down. Mm-mm, 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 
track, isn't it? Lovely. Well, okay, you're starting to re- you're starting to recover here a little bit now. That oh yeah, choice of music well, was a little bit better. And we got more good stuff coming up too. And we have a fellow live on the phone, and I believe he's calling in from Coventry. We were going to have him on last week, and uh, his name is Ross Derby. He's from the band The Fallows, and they sent Pretty out good. the CD, and it's it's a great CD. It's a indie folk sound. Great lead with guitar and fiddles and everything. And good morning to you, Ross. How are you doing? Hi, good morning. I'm good, thanks. And you're from Mullingar originally, are you? Originally, yeah. Family from Mullingar. Born there and uh, raised as an Englishman, uh, but still uh, very much in touch with my family and heritage. And luckily, being in touch with you guys uh, this morning, so it's a good thing. Very good. And your new CD is called Liars and Kings. It is, yeah. It's um, we released it um, a month or so ago, and uh, we're pushing it everywhere we can. To be fair, and uh, we've got some great responses from you guys and the folks over in Ireland in Dublin. So yeah, it's going really well. Yeah, I hear uh, anything I read about you. You're uh, great performers live, and you've been up and down uh, Ireland and the UK touring this. So, uh, what uh, what are your favorite? Some of your favorite spots? Favorite spots in the UK. Um, we, uh, Leicestershire, which is in the Midlands, uh, is a great place to play. They've got a great, they've got a great music community. Um, obviously, in Dublin, you know, w- without a doubt, anyone who's been there will know that live music goes down a storm. Um, we did a few bits over there, a few TV pieces over there. And, uh, yeah, that was great. But for us this year, um, probably the best gig was our album launch in London. Um, which went down a storm. It just really, really took off there. I think that was a turning point where we knew the set of songs we were playing were, you know, the songs that are hopefully are going to push us forward. Brilliant stuff. We uh, yeah. we played uh, Curry Girl last week. We we thought we'd have you on the show, but unfortunately, you were very sick last week. So uh, glad yeah, you're well, glad you're feeling well, better. Yeah. Well, I was gonna I was gonna call up, but I was so bunged up and stuffed full of flu. I thought, oh, geez, I couldn't even get I couldn't even get a word out without it sounding like I was on. <laughs> On death's door, so unfortunately I couldn't go. But um, yeah, but this week, you know, it's all good. It's Tell good. us a little bit about that Curry Girl song. What's uh, do you mention Mullingar and everything in it, and the ferry and yeah, all that? Yeah, yeah. Well, there's two two towns mentioned in that. One of them's Port Seaton, which is actually a Scottish town, and uh, Mullingar, which is in Ireland. Um, I was over at a wedding over in Kerry for a friend of mine was over there getting married, and. Um, well, whilst I was over there, you know, it was, it was a really nice place. It's quite a little town, um, and we were we were staying in a, a small hotel, a small little cheap hotel. And while, whilst I was there, I didn't have much to do in the day, so I just thought I'd write a few lyrics down, have my guitar with me, and um, just kind of put the three places together. And just you know, I was, at the time I was listening to quite a bit of Simon and Garfunkel, that kind of you know running away, coming back home. There's a girl involved, that kind of thing, and kind of chucked it all together. Um, and I had a really nice melody already on the guitar, a nice chord sequence. So I kind of just come up with the story, you know, of this this chap who was, you know, visited Ireland, drove the ring of Kerry, fell in love with an Irish girl, and came home, wanted to go back. You know, the, the usual, the usual, um, you know, things that love songs are written about, I guess. Sure. But um, yeah, it just fit really nice. So we just went with it on the album, to be fair. Very nice. Well, we're all guilty of falling in love with an Irish girl, anyway, aren't we? <laughs> So um, <laughs> I know quite enchanting to be fair. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. So you could probably be the next famous guy out of Mullingar. Do you know a fella called Joe Dolan? You ever hear of his music? 
Oh, I know Joe Dolan. My, my old man tells me many stories about him and old, him and Joe Dolan had a fight over a girl when he was eight. Uh, you know, he's, he's probably lying. You know, a lot of lies. You know, he's he's a he's, he's a fifty-year-old Irishman. He's got plenty of stories. That must have been but, when uh, Joe liked girls. <laughs> I know Joe Dolan. to me, but you know, um, yeah, I do know him very well. More recently, I noticed, in fact, the, the chap from uh, the, the boy band, the One One Direction chap. Yeah, yeah. The young lad from there, yeah, he's a Mullingar lad. I've seen he that. Is, That's yes. right. Niall Horan. A, a butcher in Mullingar. So, ah, right. Yeah, yeah. So, Ross, so, is there, you know, any, any chance we'll see you over this side of the uh, this side of the world for concerts uh, in the States or Canada? Well, we hope so. That's the ambition, to be fair. But as you know, for you know, to get five cups over with the equipment and everything, it's quite expensive. I mean... Obviously, it's not the ugly side of what we're trying to do, but yeah. it's very expensive to get over there and do that. So if we can get, you know, some support and some airplay and things, you know, over your way, then um, we can warrant a trip over. Um, and we're aiming to do that late next year. That's our plan. Yeah. I mean, for all being well, we've had some good support from ITV and BBC. So, you know, we're looking for sponsorship. We're looking for yeah. bits and bobs. As you know, the industry is tricky, but you've got to you've got to keep plugging away. Is there a band out there right now that you think you'd be a good fit to compliment on a tour, do you think? Well, funnily enough, funny you should say that, the Pogues are back on tour. <laughs> and, uh, wow. We've been, in touch, we've been in touch with them, and they've got two dates in London, and uh, we're in talks with going down and playing there in Britain. Right. And so, you know, if, if that comes yeah. if that comes off, then That'd it's be brilliant. great for us. So, yeah, yeah. That'll fill a few halls in North America as well, I can tell you that. That's yeah, for sure. definitely. Yeah, I mean, we know of many bands that have been over to uh, over in North America and things um, that are doing well over there, and you know they're getting yeah. on well. And you know, the unknown bands in the UK, but you know they're selling out some nice places. They're making making a good bit of progress over in the states. Um, so hopefully, we're trying to follow suit. You know, who were some of your influences as you were uh, as you were growing up? Oh, my influences are a bit. Well, to be fair, obviously, our first first music I listened to was Daniel O'Donnell, Foster and Allen, and then country, a lot of country music, um, which was all kind of um, something nobody else would, was hearing when I was like 11, 12 years old. Right. The only the mainstream kind of band that people kind of sort of knew was The Beautiful South, which my oh, dad was fabulous, a big fan yeah. of. Um, and Paul Heaton's vocals, you know, that, that kind mm -hmm. of feel. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I was listening to, to Kenny Rogers and anything pretty much I could get my hands on in the house. And um, so I was more influenced by country, uh, you know, rather than the old um, the old Irish rebel music, which is quite you know prevalent in Coventry. There's a lot of it going on. There's a lot of there's a lot of Irish. Uh, there's a big Irish community in Coventry because of the car industry in the 70s and 80s. Oh. A lot of my old man was one of them that come over for the work. You see, so. Right. Where we're from in our city, there's there's a, a large amount of um, second Irish, uh, second generation Irish, sorry, um, children. So we're all kind of kind of grew up, mm. grew up on that kind of thing. Very good. You're a Coventry City mm. fan. I'm not. My brother's a. Remember, well, my brother <laughs> plays for Nottingham Forest. No way. My brother. Oh my yeah, goodness. Yeah, he's, he's a professional footballer. So I tend to follow the club that he gets he signs to. <laughs> I'm sure you do. <laughs> Well, you know, you kind of fall in with it, don't you? you? I can't go and watch him play for a team and be like, oh, I don't want these guys. So what's his name? We'll watch him. We'll watch out for him. What's his first name? Watch out for him. His, name, his name's Jamie Patterson, his name is. Jamie Patterson. All right. All Jamie right. Patterson, yeah, yeah. Very good. Yeah. We'll watch out for him, so. 
we might get him on the yeah, show. Yeah, so he's a good lad. Yeah. Excellent, great stuff. We're gonna we're gonna play another track from uh, from your CD. This is called uh, "Cast the First Stone." Can you tell us a little bit about oh, that really? song? Yeah, this song um, this song was uh, written basically like it's um, a fictional story about a character who's um, who's ostracised and who's he's put out in front of the, uh, in front of the town in front of the townspeople and he's uh, punished for something he didn't do. Um, and basically, it's looking, it's, you know, it's, it's written in older times, obviously. Um, and it's about somebody, somebody being accused of something they didn't do and being punished. And, you know, and, and basically, you know, no one will ever know whether they did it or not. You know, right. So right. I suppose it's, there's a there's a lot of things that have happened where people have been um, punished for things that they didn't do, and no one will ever know whether they did or not. That's I for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Ross, it's been uh, great to chat to you. Thanks a million for calling in, and glad you're feeling no better. And if you're I out this, uh, if you're out this side of the pond, make sure you uh, let us know. We'll definitely be in touch, and we hope to see you uh, later on next year. Brilliant. Sounds good. Thanks a million. Thanks, Ross. Thank you very much. Cool. All right. Cheers, guys. All the best. Bye-bye. Cheers. The council arrived on a cold, frosty morn There wasn't a ray in the sky The people aligned just to take one more look Staring, they'll spit in his eye And it's cold Colder than the night before So I'm told of a stone Staring, they'll spit in 
Once upon a time, on the streets of Dublin, a man and a woman fell in love, connecting over the music they made together. Their story is called Once. Winner of eight Tony Awards, including Best Musical. Don't miss the romance, emotion, and power of Once. On stage until January 5th at the Royal Alexandra Theatre. Call 416-872-1212 or book at mervish.com. Wonderful. Once. Yes. First of all, the fallows. Good, good, uh, good number. There. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Anyway, I got, uh, wanted to tell the listeners as well. I went down to see once last night. Good for uh, you. were kind enough to uh, give, would me, you a, see it give twice? me a tic- ticket for that. I would see it twice. Yeah. But I have to tell you, it was an absolutely spectacular show. Um, a couple of, uh, a couple of things I would say. It's like the amalgamation of talent on the stage there is absolutely incredible. The voices, the instruments, the musicians, you know, cellos, mandolins, accordions, piano, violin, um, guitar, obviously very prominent. But um, just a wonderful show, a combination of comedy and music that you should not miss this show. I just, um, I know we're advertising them on the show, but I can tell you firsthand. And it was very good. Uh, when I first showed up there, um, I looked at the stage and, and all the actors are out on the stage and they're playing a bit of music. And they've got people from the audience up on the stage sitting around just listening to the music. So it's like oh, just cool. a, a kitchen party going right. on. And then um, there's a gentleman there who then just sings Raglan Road to kick it all mm. off. A great rendition of Raglan Road. But anyway, um, it was interesting. I didn't see many people I knew at the show. I thought I'd see more. But as you heard, the accents around the place, it was probably a combination of a lot of people from, from the Czech Republic there as well. Because oh, of, of course. The, the Czech, yeah, the story. The Czech component. And there is an element of that culture in it as well. But a very good, um, just a really well put together show. Very funny. Good, brilliant. Well, very funny uh, and very entertaining. Well, it was a great movie. Glenn Hansard was in yeah, that. Yeah, and, and I haven't seen the movie, and now oh I can't wait goodness. to see it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Great yeah. great flick altogether, and uh, great music in it. And we've played plenty of tracks from, from that. Um, yeah, I'll have to get down and see that now. Yeah, get down there and I'll I see will yeah. get Heather out on a date. Well, we'll move on with a wee bit of music here from Kalasha Lurgan, who played oh, this song a little again. while ago, and uh, Con O'Connell was good enough to, to get us introduced to all these uh, Gaelic versions of popular <laughs> songs. This one is Auron the Capon. <laughs> Get on her hands 
Introducing a lager with substance from Guinness. New Guinness Black Lager. Cold brewed and fire roasted for a taste that truly stands out. Guinness Black Lager. It's a lager less ordinary. Please enjoy responsibly. Right, here we go, folks, with the Guinness Community Calendar of Events for the last day in November. And we're into Christmas party season. Well, first of all, the Kitty Freely and her committee at the IPOY are accepting nominations for the prestigious 2014 Irish Person of the Year nominations. You can send it in by email to irperson2014 at bell.net or give them a fax at 905-773-0359. you got to submit those by the end of December and let them know why you think that person should be the 2014 Irish Person of the Year. The Ireland Fund of Canada Young Professionals are hosting the Irish Christmas Jumper Party. That's all happening on Thursday, December the 5th at the Rose and Crown Bar in at Young and Eglinton. Doors open from 7pm. Tickets are $20 and they can be bought at the door or from a member of the Ireland Fund of Canada Young Professionals. There'll be prizes for the best three Christmas jumpers. Lots of food, lots of music, lots of crack. So get yourselves down there. Donegal are having their pub night on December the 7th and that's happening at the Galway Arms. It's to raise funds for their float in the St. Patrick's Day Parade. They'll be having door prizes and raffle prizes. All things kick off at 9pm. And they're calling all Donegal people and their friends to show up. You give Pat Boyle a call at 905-823-4827. Friday, December the 13th, the Ireland-Canada Chamber of Commerce Christmas Party will be held at P.G. O'Brien's. Come early and stay late. This is always a great night in the city for a bit of crack. Gather Together, our Winters of Old, a celebration of Christian and pagan traditions through song. This is all presented by the Irish Choral Society of Canada. It's happening on Saturday, December the 14th. That's at 7.30pm at the Ada Slate Hall. Daniel's Spectrum, 585 Dundas Street East in Toronto. And of course we had Narita and Sinead in last week. And the scones are long gone, ladies. Tickets are $25 for adults, $20 for seniors, $10 for children 12 and under. And you can purchase tickets by calling them at 416-759-2124 or going to their website for more information, irishcallsociety.com. They've got Rose Bolton on fiddle, Jacob McCauley on Bowron, and there'll be a silent auction. Leash Offley Association are having their pub night at the Galway Arms. That's all happening on December the 14th. They're trying to get back into the parade. And they're asking all members and friends to support them and come on out. Everything kicks off at the Galway at 9pm. There'll be door prizes and raffle prizes galore. You can give Jansen Wallace a call at 647-201-4561 or Michael Thornton a call at 416-797-3905. And finally, on Saturday, December the 14th at 8pm, there's an open door Cayley. And it's happening from 8pm till midnight. Everybody's welcome, beginners and advanced alike. It's all happening at the Royal Canadian Legion, 3591 Dundas Street West in Toronto. Tickets are $15. It's a cash bar. 
and you can give Geraldine a call at 416-440-0601 or Mary a call at 905-330-7972. All of this information, of course, is available on our website on the Guinness Community Calendar of Events at Saturday irishradio.com and should just mention too of course that the Irish Parade uh, the Irish St. Patrick's Day Parade Society their their parade is happening of course on March the 16th and they want to let people know that they're also participating with uh, CP24 Chum Christmas Wish in giving a kid a Christmas so they invite folks to drop off an unwrapped toy to one of the following locations Quinn's Steakhouse which is of course located at the Sheraton Centre in Toronto and a bit of home located at Tompkin and Rathburn Roads in Mississauga give Catherine a call Catherine a call at 416-487-1566 Jim O'Brien sent me a note here as well Ken about the uh, the Welly race last week the ninth running a cold day they had for it but the Bollard Cup winner on the men's side was Tyler Chung and um, yeah, the winner of the ladies was uh, Nicole Duell, D-U-I-L. Danny, where the winner of the Masters, which is the um, uh, the Mickey Hamill Trophy, was na- none other than uh, Edwin Walsh. I used to play football against Edwin, so the fact that he's fast in fella. Masters. Fast fella, uh, big fella, like running into a brick wall he was on the football field. Were you able to keep up with him? Uh, no, no, very rarely. My, uh, uh, I, I was <laughs> a, cu- a, cu- a couple of years older than him. Let's uh, oh, okay. Right oh, it off, so you're right saying that age. is it? Youth. Yeah, right off the age. And anyway, there was a draw for the trip to Ireland to take place in the Castle Comer 35th International Wellington Four Mile Race, and the winner was Eddie O'Flanagan from Dublin. And um, anyway, keep that going, Jim. That's a great event, and uh, when 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 you hone in on all the details for next year, we'll be there. And uh, also, I got a, uh, a request from, of all places, um, County Wicklow, from a fellow in Bray. His name is Paddy Black, sent me a request for uh, his brother, Tony Black. Uh, Paddy lived in Canada for about 20 years, and his brother still lives here in Scarborough. He turned 79 yesterday, and Paddy asked me to, uh, he said the show reminds him a lot of his t- his days in Toronto, so he listens in. I'm not, I, th- I believe he's in Bray now, right. so because it's... Um, yeah. Yeah, trying to connect the dots on something okay. else. Um, but anyway, his name is Paddy Black. He used to live here. His brother is Tony and lives in Scarborough. All right, sure 79 yesterday. Fair yeah. play to him. That's good. Lots of people's birthdays in November. Yeah. Something about November. I don't know. Lights were out nine January? months earlier. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what you're going on about there at all. <laughs> but we'll go with it. Uh, that's good. Um, so, right. Well, we're going to play a wee bit of music. Can I, first of oh, all, wait a minute. I yes, don't sir. know if your dad is listening or not. Why wouldn't I, he be? But by the end of this show, if he texts back confirmation of this, 10 euro that my lads will take down Manchester United oh tomorrow. Because he's a massive fan. He'll have the jersey on tomorrow. On the, and everything, on the anniversary of Georgie Best. Honest to uh, God, yeah. Imagine, I never turned out to be a United fan, but apparently the story is that when I was in the pram and people yeah. had asked me my name, I'd say... Georgie Best. <laughs> Did you have a beard in the pram? I'm almost as good a footballer as him. Now, it's <laughs> yeah, taking me yeah. this long. Yeah, you have a lot in common with him, all right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, we'll, uh, we haven't heard from these lads in a good while, and this is a great track. This is Tip Splinter with oh. Shores of Newfoundland. Fishermen who work out on the deep Through the storms and winter gales 
trying to make a living pulling codfish from the seas and hunting for the big black whale. We work out on the Grand Banks in the sun and wind and rain, 2,000 miles from our own land, to fill our holes with saltfish before heading back again from the shores of Newfoundland. About nine long months away from home, no man on board can bear. It's a loneliness too hard to stand. We're gathering up our families and we're going to settle here on the shores of Newfoundland. And we brought along our stories and we brought along our songs to warm us in the winter cold. But we won't forget our history, boys, nor forget where we came from. Through all the trials the time will bring, through all the years as we grow old. The English guns have brought our troubled country to despair. And rule it with an iron hand. We seek out some safe harbour and forget about our cares. On the shores of Newfoundland. Seas are full of codfish and the woods are full of deer. There's a peace that's hard to understand. We'll take our chance and not being caught and make the home right here on the shores of Newfoundland. And we brought along our stories and we brought along our songs to warm us in the winter cold. But we won't forget our history, boys, nor forget where we came from. To all the trials the time will bring through all the years as we grow old. Are we are the Irish fishermen who work out on the deep. And it's here we'll make our stand. We're going to make a living pulling codfish from the seas. On the shores of Newfoundland. On the shores of Newfoundland. Lovely track, that isn't it? Very good, very good. Henry Gerrity. Oh, we'll get him on folks. soon. Yeah, now. we have to have Henry on. Get Henry on. Yeah. Did you hear from? I did. He yeah. says you're on. Oh. So you have a bet. There was a slight delay. He must have had to get he Marilyn's permission. I'll did tell he? you what, he was back. He got permission so from the missus. Quick, yeah. Marilyn let him have ten euro. That's oh, good. That's great. Fair play <laughs> Come out of his allowance now. Yeah. Very good. Okay, you're on, Roser. Not sure when I'll see you, but um, oh, he'll make a special trip over. Maybe they have <laughs> put e- it in the envelope. E money these days. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, that'll be fun to see him trying to collect that off the e net. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I love the alligator. Oh. I love the alligator arms going on if they lose that one. Hey, we interviewed a band uh, a little while ago called the Rolling Kings from Newfoundland. And yeah. We just played Shores of Newfoundland, and uh, the track we're going to go out with is Codler of Royal. Did you ever get a bit of that I when did. you were, huh? I when you sure were sick, did. I did. Sick, yeah. Oh my God, you'd be and sick it after me, it. it. Made me sick. Exactly. Yeah. Terrible, terrible stuff altogether. So that's it. Another show. We're wrapped oh, up. We're getting so huh? good. We're getting so good at this. Just flies by, doesn't it? Hopefully, you, people are really still good listening. at it. What am I like? Oh, you're deadly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. You. All right. Well, we'll go out with the Rolling King, Cuddle of Royal, and um, we'll see you next week. Sounds good. Slán we've got Well, 
I'm a young married man, but I'm tired of life. Four years I've been wed to a basically wife. She does nothing all day but sit there and sigh and say, Oh my God, how I wish I could die. And so it's doctor, oh doctor, oh doctor de Jean, your cold liver oil is so pure and so strong. I'm afraid for my life, I'll go down in the soil. And my wife don't stop drinking that cold liver oil. Well, a friend did come over to see me one day. He told me my wife, she was pining away. He said, get to stout man, yeah, go get her strong. We'll go get a bottle from Dr. Dijon. And so it's doctor, oh doctor, oh, Dr. Dijon. Your cold liver oil, so pure and so strong. I'm afraid for my life, I'll go down in the soil. And my wife don't stop drinking that Programming for our Irish community can be heard every Saturday from 11 a.m. to noon.